if you're gonna be depressed, at least make it convenient for me. Hey Andy, the weather is currently blue skies and like 55 degrees. Roll the intro. Okay, what's the context for that intro? So, now there's pressure, now it's- And then this! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> you stupid fucking piece of shit! <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck your recording! <laughs> Let's try this fucking intro again, Jesus Christ! Okay, but seriously though, that intro was a hot piece of garbage. We need to put it out there that that was entirely satire. It's a joke. What's a joke? Me calling you a piece of shit is a joke. She bullies me on set. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I do have a topic to talk about on the pod. Okay, awesome. Today's um, for, weather. Yes, today's weather. Um, it's kind of overcast. It's gray. It is. Oh, I got a text. Sorry. Ooh, it's overcast. It's gray. It's gloomy. It's gross. It is gay weather. It is supreme gay, supreme gay weather. Gay um, weather. There's definitely some crackhead overdosing in an alley somewhere. Um, I love overcast mornings. They make me feel so alive. I think it's because everybody else around me feels so dead. I. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I was like, I love like rainy and overcast days because everybody. Is finally dragged down to the level I am. Yeah, and then you get to be the one that feels better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's your topic today? Um, this is old news, but I just think it's so funny. Um, there are some allegations against Army Hammer that he is a cannibal. What? So Army Hammer, if for those of you who don't know, he played um, what was his name? Oliver and Call Me by Your Name, and he was in that one like Wild West Disney movie or whatever. And there was screenshots from an ex-girlfriend were pretty much um, without getting too into it he described how he wanted to sexually um, chop bits of her off and um, eat them and then like drink her blood and shit that's weird and then it, 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 it got a lot worse and a lot darker but that's just like tip of the iceberg tip of the motherfucking iceberg bitch out of all the kinks you could have why would you choose to be a cannibal I don't think you choose. I don't think he chose the cannibalistic lifestyle. I think the cannibalistic lifestyle chose him. You don't choose kinks. You don't choose kinks. You don't? Oh, you didn't know that? No. No, kinks are just something you have. Oh. They're they're like rooted from trauma, but like you don't choose them. Interesting. I guess, yeah, I guess you wouldn't know that. No, I didn't know that. They brought cranberry to Duncan. Wait, do you think that means they have hot chocolate, or the white chocolate? Um, I can check the app, but... Yeah, 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 give me a second. I'll check the app. I think it can still record while I'm doing this. It yeah, does. it does. Okay, swag. I just get some sick ASMR. Some sick ASMR, me tap-tapping away as I'm figuring out what syrups Duncan has. No, but yeah, you don't choose them, you just have them. That's weird. Yeah. You, you can choose not to act on them, though, right? Yes, you can choose not to act on them. Bitch, they have white chocolate. Work! Then I might have to get hot coffee. You can get it in iced too, though. I think I'm gonna have to get iced. I don't know, I just feel legally obligated. To get hot coffee with Christmas drinks? No, get iced. Oh. I don't know. 
This is a big. This is this is Sophie's choice. They have. Uh, I'm getting peppermint mocha. I'm a hundred percent getting peppermint mocha. As you should, honestly. And you're getting toasted white chocolate. We'll just try all the cranberry drinks right now, or all the Christmas drinks right now. Honestly, yeah. So two, yeah. both of them. <laughs> yeah, we'll get both. I don't know, hot or iced? Fuck it. Hot or iced? Uh, hot. I'm hot. Hot. It's hot. I'm making the executive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we're breaking the code. It's 39 degrees, which means it's technically supposed to be cold coffee weather, but hot coffee just sounds. I better. think there's. I think there's an exception because there's a new coffee flavor that is made for hot coffee. Yeah, Christmas drinks. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Army Hammer wants to eat people sexually. I don't even know who that is. I literally thought you were referencing the guy on the box for like baking soda. Uh, Armin Hammer? No. Yeah, I was like, what are you Army talking Hammer, about? he was in Call Me By Your Name. You know, that makes a lot more sense that his name's not Armin Hammer. That makes all of the memes that I saw make sense. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, he wants to eat people allegedly. 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 And I allegedly think it's really fucking funny. That is hilarious. I mean, obviously, like, I don't think he's actually eaten anybody. And, like, in the event of that happening, I think that would be bad. But also, I think it's really fucking funny. I think that's something I can get behind kink shaming on. Yeah. I think I'm fine kink shaming someone with a cannibal kink. What are other kinks you would kink shame people with? Um, I don't know. It depends. Where's the line between, um... There's, like, a line between, like, a kink and a fetish. Because I have... I'm not even talking that. I'm talking, like, clear-cut kinks that you... I know, but, like... Piss kink. Nope. This, 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 you get shamed if you have a piss the kink. Sexual, I'm sorry. The sexual um, landscape of kink and fetish, it's, like, so complicated. Because a fetish uh, is something that you cannot get off without doing. And then a kink is just something you're into. I didn't know but there like, was a difference. Yes. Did you listen to the entirety of the last podcast? Um, I did. Did I leave the segment in there about flagging? You did not. Should we talk about it? Flagging. Uh, yeah, we should talk about flagging. Okay, which one do we think is more controversial? Uh, straight flagging or gay flagging? Gay flagging. <sighs> like, straight people flagging as gay people or gay people flagging? Oh, yes. Um, so, there have been some allegations that we may or may not be oh god not this again taken taken apart in um that i may or may not regret that may or may not have allegedly happened um but straight people are trying to come off as gay for diversity points allow me to elaborate um it's so there's a lot of things that have commonly been associated uh with gay people by gay people that have been very subtle. Such as cuffing your jeans. Cuffing your jeans. Okay. It was like a TikTok meme, but like cuffing your jeans, clear phone cases, like dangle earrings, painting your nails and shit, um, like flannel, converse in 2021. Mm-hmm. All that shit, I get that it's like a haha TikTok thing, but I, I it is genuinely a form of like flagging. Which is gay communication. What is which is like under the radar? Hey, this person is gay. Um, which, in my opinion, is a evolved form of hanky code. Not really hanky code. Tell me about hanky code. Hanky code was a form of flagging in the eighties that gay men used. Um, I guess it's not quite like hanky code because hanky code was like exclusively sexual. Um, but basically, gay men would put different color hankies in their back pockets, 
Um, and all of the different colors mean different things. If you're a top or a bottom, um, dom, a sub, if what you were into. And then I'm pretty sure you would like... No, all the gay history buffs don't at me. But like you would stand in an alley up against a brick wall. And then you would face... To the, you would look to the side and then you would have like an earring in or something. And then uh, like the way you turned your head was whether you were a top or a bottom. And then the hanky would be like what you were into. Hmm. Anyways. It's kind of like, um, not gay. This isn't gay, but, um, in a lot of also cultures, there's the fucking, like, they have the different colored ladder laces and it's like. Fishnets? No, ladder laces on like Doc Martin black oh. boots. Oh, okay. So oh you, yeah, the laces on them. Yeah. So if like, I think yellow is anti-racist, but then there's some that it's just like Nazi shit. Yeah, you gotta be careful with lacing, because lacing is also, like, how Nazis used to communicate. Yes. But anyways, back to the original topic. Flagging. Um, gay flagging. Don't. I'm not saying that straight people shouldn't be able to do those things. It's just that it's really frustrating when, the pe- like, people try and come off, like, do that, because it makes them seem a little more queer and then are literally, like, homophobic. Yeah, and on top of that doing that and being homophobic is a great way to get people hurt because if they see you and they're like oh hey this person is yes. flagging then yeah and you're homophobic somebody's gonna get hurt probably yeah anyway anyways straight flagging i think this is such a funny thing to talk about straight flagging was it funny i just think it's hilarious why because i think s- straight people being straight people is funny um i think Here's the thing. I feel like gay people just do what straight people do 20 years after and better. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole thing with, like, um, the fucking... Is it, a, is it a handlebar mustache? No. Yeah. Just, like, it has no particular style to it, but it's just thick it's and above there. the lip with nothing else. Otherwise clean-shaven. I think that is 20 years past when straight people did it. Not that there aren't still straight people doing it, but, like, when it was trendy... Yeah, the only people I ever see that actually have that are, like, old people now. Yeah, other than, like, old people. It's, like, I feel like old men and gay people, gay guys were laid on a lot. They're the same fashion. Yes, and I think that's so funny. Because the same people, who, like, the same people um, boomers hate are the same ones who, like, share their fashion sense. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Rainbow contacts. Sexy. I don't really feel like wearing both of them. I'm going to get a headache if I do. But, like, what's something, like, like when you look at a person, like, what's, when you look at someone, like, what, oh, is, it, what is it, what is a red flag? Is like, this person is, like, straight. If they are wearing the uh, vineyard vines. Vineyard, yes, vineyard vines, virginity rocks, um, like, the fucking, like, mesh trucker hats. Mesh trucker hats are so straight. Uh, what's another thing? Crocs. Crocs, Yes. Unironically wearing, like, really, really weird shoes. Shoes say a lot about a person. And I'm not talking, like, oh, haha, they have a cool design on their shoes. No, I'm talking, like, weird shoes. Because I feel like shoes kind of, like, point you to, like... Are they called, like, basketball shoes? They're just, like, the weird color shoes. Some of them are, like, fuzzy. And they're, like, lumpy? Yeah. Yep. No, because I feel like shoes... Um, bring to the surface what you're striving to be. Yeah. 
basketball because shoes like, flag you as straight unless you're every a girl. fucking basic white girl has the fucking like the white um, Nike are they Nike Air Forces yeah the Air Forces yeah I look around every girl is either wearing Crocs or those yeah. that isn't a read that isn't like I'm better because I'm not wearing those it's literally just the it's, that's just what it is it's just facts uh no basketball shoes on boys flag you as straight but basketball shoes on girls make me slightly suspicious of you as a person because most of the girls that wear basketball shoes are they really nice or really not nice yeah um another thing that flags you as a straight person in my head is if you wear the tiktok leggings <laughs> yeah those the texture on those is so stupid they, they're not attractive like, I get that they, like, lift your ass or whatever, but, the, like, the texture is not it. No. The fucking poopy jackets. Fuzzy pants. Fuzzy pants are kind of camp, though. If a gay person did it, I would like it, but that's because straight people do it, I don't like it. Also, another thing that makes me instantly be like, yeah, you're probably not that... You're, you're, you're probably pretty interesting. Actually, okay, if I think you're full of yourself, it's probably because you wore one of those fuzzy jackets. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, the giant oversized, it's literally a blanket that has sleeves type of jackets. We live in Iowa. If you don't have a winter coat and you're substituting that with a fuzzy jacket, you are just not my kind of person. Sorry. And then they wear, like, a white tank underneath with, like, a gold necklace. Yeah. And then, like, um, ripped denim shorts. Or black leggings. Yeah. Like, you're so fashionable. Leggings are very fashionable. I think leggings, if done well, can be fashionable. Yeah. It's just that people have no taste in fashion. For reference, my outfits on a daily basis are black hoodie and black leggings. That's it. It's kind of fierce. Can't really make fun of me if there's no there's no, no spice. Yeah. I don't know. I think we talked about this yesterday on the pod, but if I don't have some sort of spice, it gives me legitimate anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, if I feel like... I don't know. I just care a lot about how I present to people. And I feel like if I'm presenting poorly, it's just like, ugh. We should actually talk about things that make you, like, present more male versus more female. Masculine versus feminine presenting. Because this has been a topic that I've talked about with a lot of separate people, and nobody seems to get the point. And the one thing that people are very self-conscious about is voices. Yeah. But it's not even about your voice, because your voice can sound however it sounds. If you want to sound more feminine, talk with more, like, rises and, like cutoffs in your voice like oh my god listen to this like it's more feminine it's also about like the placement of your voice if for all my singers out there yeah gr- uh afab people tend to have a more what is it it's like up it's, it's it, when it's up when it's up then it's up then it's stuck i don't know how to describe it because i'm not a vocal coach yeah but like even if you're just gonna talk in a speech pattern that makes you present a different way men tend to talk in a more like low rumbly yeah. it's all monotone type of voice and <laughs> yeah. yeah we are we are the perfect duality between and that. female voices talk with a lot of rises and cutoffs and this is oh my god guys listen to this right yeah. which no matter what tone of voice you have if you talk like that it's gonna be taken i away. think we should take a day where you do my makeup i do yours and then i talk like you and then you talk like me that'd be fierce That'd be so funny. Yeah. Maybe for... No, Spirit Week already happened. Ugh, late. We should talk about those. Can we talk about... I'm sorry. Go. That was gonna be a little too horny for the pod. What? Talk about men in leggings. I don't like men in leggings. Muscular men in leggings. I don't like it. I love it. I don't. I, I love it. There's certain fashions that I just... What? What is that car? 
Sorry, I got distracted by a car. But, uh, there's certain fashions that I genuinely love on men more than I like on women, like black nail polish. Skirts. I love a man in a dress. Black, er, black nail polish on men is just so... Something about it makes me happy. I know that we're talking about gender and shit. Can we talk about... I know all the girls are coming for Harry Styles for the Vogue cover. What was the Vogue cover? So, Harry Styles on the cover of Vogue wearing a dress, and everyone was like, Oh my god, man with a dress, uh. And then the conservatives were like, man with a dress, uh. And then gay people were like, cishet white man with a dress. Like, here's my here's my thing. It's like, I don't, it, it doesn't make any sense to me when people like, gender isn't a spectrum. And like, but like, you also don't treat gay men like men. Mm-hmm. Like, like, okay. If, if you use... Uh, Billy Porter, uh, his argument against it is like literally gay men have been like gay black men particularly have been doing this shit for like I don't know the exact date, at least a hundred years, bitch. They've been throwing drag balls for at least a hundred years, doing all this shit. But since gay men are not seen as real men, and since we're just effeminate fairies, like mm-hmm. like oh like I mean yes you're a man wearing a dress but like it doesn't count. Because you're gay. Yeah. I see what you mean. Okay, so, listen. I know we said that straight men, right? But also, I have a new controversial opinion. Yeah. And it's not really even a new opinion. I've just had it. I just don't know how to express it, and now I do. Yeah. Basically, I hate nice guys, but I love gentlemen. Those are two very different things. They are very, very different things. And here's the thing. I love men. Don't get me wrong. Love men when they are in their himbo state. Like, just being absolutely dumb. Submissive, breedable himbo state. We just saw a guy. I don't think you saw them because you were listening to music. But there was a guy when we were just driving by that was riding a skateboard while pushing his baby's stroller. That's so fierce. Men. Love men like that. I love gentlemen. I hate nice guys. Because nice guys expect something in return for their niceness. Yeah. And gentlemen are just like that by default. They don't care who you are. They'll just be nice to you because they're just nice people, yeah. right? Like, for example, when I'm walking behind somebody and they are leaving the building and I'm also leaving the building, yeah. like, half of the time somebody holds the door open for me if I'm walking behind them. Yeah. I always hold the door for whoever's behind me, but, like, it's just a thing. Yeah. Right? But when a gentleman is in front of you, normally, even if they're just pushing the door open so it doesn't hit you, they're still holding the door open. Yeah. But nice guys will make it an entire show to be like, oh, this is how nice I am. No, you should date thea- me. it's a theatrical It's a theatrical experience, yeah. Yes. And they're not even nice most of the time. They just want something in return for yes. the social construct of being nice. So what you're saying is that you like nice people, but you don't like people who um, are manipulative. Yeah. And it's very easy to tell if somebody's a nice guy or a gentleman based on how they act because I think it's performative and it's never actually correct. Like, it's not to a T. A gentleman, you don't even have to be doing anything. You can literally just be looking at your phone and just, like, casually opening the door behind you so that nobody gets hit by the door. But a nice guy, it feels like they constantly have to be like, oh, my gosh, guys, I'm just so nice. People just take advantage of me all the time. Yeah. Oh, my God, guys, the world is so unfair. Women deserve rights so many rights and like you can tell it's performative yeah don't like that i agree with that 
that was my hot take of the day. That's not even a hot take. That's just everybody's opinion. I feel like that's a common sentiment shared among everybody except these guys. I love men when they are in their dumbass state. And we don't talk about men in their dumbass state enough. Yesterday you when I, what, enough? Yesterday when I was leaving the building, there was these two bros, right? Both of them are straight guys. And they just saw each other and they're like, so-and-so, so-and-so. And they just went up to each other and hugged each other. I love when boys don't have toxic masculinity. This doesn't get talked about enough. Like, I understand it gets talked about, but it doesn't get talked about enough. Men, when they have no, like, care about toxic masculinity at all, it's such a pure form of love. Toxic masculinity isn't masculinity. It's just toxic. Yeah. Like, there are, like, just some truly just masculine people, masculine men, Mm -hmm. who just, like... I feel like the truly masculine thing to do is to be able to express your femininity. Elaborate. It's like, toxic masculinity as a whole is just performative and stems from insecurity. So toxic masculinity is what makes nice guys, and normal masculinity is what makes gentlemen. Yes. Wow, we just digested that entire thing real quick. Yeah, we we ate her up, this thing. I love that for us. Also, um... This is my controversially brave opinion. Gay men are not any more inherently um, feminine than straight men. It's just that we care less about appearing masculine. Yeah. Wait, that is an actual brave opinion. And also, um, but I do feel like gay men, a lot of the times, put on an air of femininity so that they feel it, so they can fit the label of gay. Yeah. Because you have to be, if you want to be like a popular gay... You have to be a gay person that's easily digestible to a cishet person. Very flamboyantly gay. Yes. But also straight dudes. But you also have to be um, very two-dimensional. That makes sense because even straight dudes, when they're just in football, they'll just be... They are so gay, dude. Straight boys in football act and talk so gay. Yeah. There's this... My favorite quote from the football season is this kid that's talking about an impossible tackle. A tackle that he doesn't know how to respond to. Like, what do you even do in that situation? And the other kid looks at him and goes you grab him by the helmet kiss him on the mouth <laughs> and, went and actively grabbed this kid's helmet it was like pulling him in to kiss him and the other boy was like yo what the fuck but i i love it with men i i like men a lot i just also hi- kind of hate them okay so this hello everybody welcome to the pod it's currently sunny out <laughs> with this the like popcorn clouds yeah we living that popcorn fantasy and it's 55 degrees out it's kind of hot for, t- for this week yeah it really is can, can we talk about the sky for a second i know that you got a topic the sky is beautiful it's so blue and i not even just today i love the sky and i feel like the sky is so underrated mm-hmm. because everyone's like oh i want to go this place i want to go this place well no matter where the fuck you are there's a sky and, the sky and is skies beautiful. change colors and they have different clouds and the clouds are super fucking big and they're so fucking cool Anyways, and that's you know what it. I call that? What? Gay weather. Gay weather! <laughs> Full circle. Okay, the topic I wanted to talk about is dropping kids into environments with teenagers. Let me elaborate on the, <laughs> uh, let me elaborate on the prompt to this. Okay, yeah. we interact with kids on a daily basis at our subway, right? Yeah. Have you noticed, it seems like as we get older, kids get more, like, out there and, like, annoying and disrespectful. And I think that stems from the fact that they are growing up in a time and age where they constantly have access to media, where there's people that are, like not really necessarily the best role models for kids they're good role models for teenagers but maybe it's the fact that we have so many like 
rappers and rapper culture around kids, but I feel like kids act a lot more kids, like. I think rappers. I feel like it's just the thing. At least mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, not male rappers because I fucking hate male rappers. I'm talking about male rappers. I'm talking about female. For me, at least, at least in my opinion, I feel like female rappers are just like good um, role models for teenagers, yes. like older teenagers, because especially teenage girls, it's just the because confidence. it's they just have this like unrelenting confidence that I love. Yes. But um, children don't understand the nuance and the almost I don't want to say satire mm-hmm. of it, but just the. Um, understand the concept of that they don't actually mean everything they're saying yeah and i like bad for kids good for teens anyways yeah but i feel like dropping kids into an environment that is made for teenagers is what makes the kids act more disrespectful and like they don't know their place children don't understand nuance and then they want attention so they're rude yeah kids are very rude anyway this topic came from the fact that uh a lot of times uh, when I'm just thinking, I think of random stuff to talk about, and today's thing that I wanted to talk about was what would happen if you dropped a, a elementary kid into a high school environment and had everybody around them treat them as if they are a peer. If everybody's treating this kid like it's a high schooler and treating them the same, is this kid gonna just adapt and act like a teenager and like go to classes and oh, understand material? Oh, getting philosophical on the pot. Okay. Yeah, but is this kid gonna go and like learn the material and like be smarter, or is this kid gonna just be completely lost forever? I don't know. I, humans are very adaptable creatures, so I feel like socially, they the problem. I don't know. It's interesting because I feel like they'll adapt a lot of, like, I mean, even elementary schoolers are very hip. Mm-hmm. They're a lot more hip than I was when I was in fifth grade, but just because they just have like technology and access to being hip. Yeah, they have access to everything from a lot younger age. They're just, I don't know, I have a feeling iPad babies are, like, growing up now. Yeah. And they're, like, getting older, which is weird. They're, like, eight now. There were people, there were, if you were born in 2012, you are now, like, nine years old. Yeah. And that just throws me off. In 2012, we had Tumblr people walking around. In 2012? I wanted to be seen in 2012. Like, I really had, I wanted to be a seen kid in 2012. 2012 is just such a... I don't know what it is about 2012, but it, that year just always sticks out in my mind. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, in, like, 2012. hmm And I can't explain it. I agree. Well, when I was in, like, elementary and middle school, I was dropped into a high school-ish environment, which was, like, children's theater. Yeah. Which was, like, elementary through high school that yeah. everybody was in. And being dropped into that environment, automatically the teenagers don't stay with their teenage group. They kind of intermingle with everybody that's there. And so I had to learn how to adapt with every age of kids. And I feel like that not only made me feel like I had to act older and, like, advance the way that my brain was maturing, but it also, like, set back my actual, like, what I needed to do to grow up, you know? Yeah. Because I was constantly around teenagers, so I had to skip all of the landmarks that I needed to become the person that I was. Yeah. Which is probably why I matured a lot later in life. Yeah. And why I was a lot cringier sophomore year than I probably should have been. Yeah. And I think dropping kids into older environments is probably negative, but it also definitely has some positives. Because if you want to, like, grow a child prodigy, you teach them at a really young age really, really intense subjects. Yes. When their brain is like a sponge. Yeah. But how does a smart kid, like a kid that is genuinely very, very smart, how does that put a damper on their social life? I don't know. You can, I feel like it's really hard to make, like, genuine 
like when you're especially not necessarily when you're an adult but when you're like a child when you're under the age of 18 like the difference between like a 22 and a 25 year old is a lot less big than the difference between like a 9 and like a 12 year old true because just with like puberty and like aging Mm -hmm. things are so like compressed and like milestones are in such a short period of time that like even somebody who's just a year or two older than you is, a lot is like, older. It's, it, yeah, they're a lot older socially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So setting it. A- um, I love teachers that are weird. Weird teachers are more entertaining. As someone with, I constantly need a new thing every five seconds, or I will get bored type of person. Weird teachers are just so like easy to like vibe with because they'll just like they'll walk around, fucking. My sociology teacher, Hansen, came in with scrubs on, black scrubs, and a green poker visor. Why? I have no idea, (laughs) but it was so funny, and it was so camp. And then he just randomly yells, and it's like, thanks, because it helps me, because it's like, I had a teacher, my fucking eighth grade teacher, my math teacher, Mm -hmm. math is my worst subject overall. Not only was math just hard for me. Yeah. His voice was, like, always, like, low and monotone. So I just could not pay attention. I'm like, you have the most boring fucking voice I have ever heard. I want to punch you in the face. But weird teachers are just so entertaining. Because, like, I don't know. They're just fun. I agree. Like, weird people in general... I, I don't... Not weird people. Odd people. I think odd is a better word. Mm-hmm. I, I associate weird with, like, greasy people who are in esports teams. Yeah. And I, I, I associate odd with, like... Quirky. They're just like, oh. Like, cool. But, like... I agree. Because I vibe in chaos so yeah, much better than in order. Like, order kind of hurts my brain sometimes. Oh, 100%. But chaos is just like, ah, oh, yes. And I can laugh, and it's okay. Like, if we're having a debate in a government class, I am constantly smiling and laughing. Because I think everything is funny. When people are fighting... And they're not making valid points that I can tell that they're wrong. I'm just, like, laughing. I'm like, this is hilarious. Yeah. I love this. This is so chaotic. People are screaming over the top of each other. People are crying in the back of the room. I think it's so funny. That's so funny. And I think that's probably why I always get, like, a boost of serotonin when something bad happens at the school. Like, when the power goes out. I love it when the power goes out. It's so fun. Or when we have, like, fire drills or something. Yeah. I love it when bad things happen because it's chaos. It's something that's not supposed to happen. Finding... I, the, I just love the concept of chaos. Can I show you this chaos and order tattoo I want? Yes. Okay. Like, sorry, I gotta save it for the pot. <laughs> yeah, tell Noah's story. Like, sorry, it's for the pot. Well, the concept of eating is really, really gross, but, uh, yeah, no, putting something in your mouth, chewing it until it's, like, gross and mushy. Wet and gushy. And then swallowing it. Ugh. Eating as a concept is gross, but that used to be a reoccurring thought that I had when my parents used to force me to eat meat. I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat meat anymore. But when they used to force me to eat meat, I would literally hate eating so much that I just would, like, not chew. I would just cut the meat into small enough pieces that I could just swallow it so I wouldn't have to chew it. So you would swallow it like a fucking pill? Yeah, because the concept of having an animal in my mouth and then chewing it until it's mushy and then swallowing it grossed me out so much. But my parents were forcing me to eat meat, so I had to get it down somehow, so I would just, like, swallow it instead of chewing it. And now I don't eat meat, and I feel a lot better. That's sexy. And I have a healthier relationship with eating because I'm not eating the things that just grossed me out. That's fair. What's your relationship with eating? This is a very uh, hot I have a very weird relationship with food and eating. 
Yeah. Because, like, on one hand, I am constantly fucking pigging out, mama. But on the other hand, I cannot eat for, like, 24 to 36 hours and be completely fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I think it's just part of me not remembering anything. I literally just, like, forget that I'm hungry mm-hmm. until I'm literally fucking starving. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm way overly critical with the, like, foods that I eat. Like, not even in a sense of, like, haha, I'm really careful with my calories. No, like, I literally just don't like things that I'm supposed to. Like, I don't go out of my way to get candy. Cannot relate. I eat so much candy. Yeah, I just don't. I don't vibe with candy. Candy? I don't know. I feel like it's sometimes the only source of happiness I have in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, my world may be crumbling around me, but at least I have Haribo gummies. Yeah, that's valid. I honestly prefer, like, drinks to food. Like, I will say, if somebody hands me, like, a green tea, I'll just drink that. I would rather have green tea than food. Or, like, sweet tea or coffee. I would rather have drinks than food, honestly. Why is that? I don't really know. I just would rather have something that's easier to ingest. And I feel like smoothies, specifically. I just, like, like drinking things is better than eating them. And it's probably the effort of eating. What I don't get is when people... When they get candy, like, oh, I want some candy right now. They get a fucking chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, when I eat candy, I want it to be an experience. I want it to be, I don't want it to be like, a, oh, I took two bites and now I'm done. Like, I'm not saying that chocolate isn't good because there is a lot of chocolate that's really good. But it's like, I need it to be a, I need it to be a snacking experience. Yeah. I like dark chocolate. Dark chocolate's really good. But, no, also, I think it's also a texture thing. Chewing food, you just, you rarely know what texture something is going to be until it's already, like, you're chewing it. Mm-hmm. But if you're, like, drinking something, it's it's a liquid. Mm-hmm. You don't have to think about the texture on your teeth. You just think about temperature. So you have, like, a sensory thing? Unless it's sushi. I will eat the hell out of sushi. I love sushi so much. It's underrated. That is my general idea on food. Yeah, probably don't rub your face while you have gasoline on them from gas. Well, you want to talk about this topic? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I want to reintroduce the topic. The topic that I wanted to talk about is the idea of oversharing information to protect yourself in the future. Nice curb. Hi, curb. Luke just hit a curb. But um, the context behind this is I constantly am oversharing information about myself. I don't have time because it's already two. Ugh, facts. We probably won't have time. After school? Uh, after gym? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's just go get slushies. <laughs> you know what? I like that idea. I really like that idea. Me too. But, uh, back to our topic while we go get slushies instead of going to Five Below to get mics for the podcast. Uh, the idea of oversharing information. Like, I share everything about myself, all my secrets, literally everything, to everybody. Like, I don't even have to know you that well to just start spilling my guts out to you. That is a very gay thing to do. Literally, I just... If anybody tries to talk shit about me, every single person that has ever talked to me knows the truth already because I've already exposed myself. So it's like protecting myself. And that's the same thing in, like, relationships, too. Like, if everybody knows everything about me, it's not that big of a deal if, like, one person is just like, haha, I don't like you anymore. Then I can be like, lol, okay. Yeah. Like, everybody knows everything so about like me anyways. A self-defense mechanism that's, like... My self-defense mechanism is just exposing myself. It's just honesty. Honesty. Honesty is my self-defense. Also, 
interesting topic. How do we go about living in a world that we stand out in when we are literally like in a world where we have to fit in to succeed? Oh, you don't. It feels like you do though. Or how do you blend in? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just hide all my gay bits. I put those away and I keep them in a secret chest deep inside my psyche. And then I only bring them out around certain people. It's not healthy. No, that's not. My thing is, I feel like even in the world, or like, okay, I'm gonna have to edit this. <laughs> There's just a lot of things that I do. I feel like we need to find the line between oversharing and just talking on the pod. What is the line between oversharing and talking on the pod? I don't know, but we need to find it. We need to mark it. <laughs> Probably. Thick, juicy line. Okay. I just factor reset. <laughs> Sorry. I'm excited to see Ron. I hope Ron's working. Ron! Ron is the MVP. I fucking love Ron. Ron is the GOAT. That is the straightest thing I've ever seen. Ron! I love you, Ron. <laughs> love you. No, okay, okay. Let me rephrase my topic question. <laughs> Sorry, we were so off track. What are things that you do that uh, allow you to fit in in a spot that you weren't supposed to be able to fit into? Oh, I have a different version of myself for everybody I meet. That's ADHD. But it's also a survival thing. Because every time I meet somebody, I gauge, like, what their stances are on everything. And then I adjust my personality. And I bring out different parts of myself mm-hmm. around different people. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's some people that I'm just, like, super, like, low-key and chill around. And I don't talk that much. But there's some people where I'm just excessively obnoxious. So, if you... And I feel like that's why some people don't like me. It's just because they don't like, like... I don't know. I feel like I'm... I'm Not to be like... Everybody talks about me. But I feel like I'm kind of controversial. Because everybody gets a different version of me. Yeah. So you, it's like it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And it adds flavor. Nice. Love that quote for you. Uh, yeah. I just kind of show up and am myself and if people don't like it it just is kind of their problem because i always end up in a position that's higher up than everybody else cannot really which brings us to our next position of this uh, how fast i can climb the subway social hierarchy i went from being a new hire at a subway to being basically an assistant night shift manager in like less than four months as you should i just climbed the ladder so fast or like football a football manager at Linmar was never a position before I just showed up one day and was like, hey. And they were like, okay. I feel like I'm constantly making positions for myself where there never was an opportunity for it before. See, and that's good because you're, like, doing things. And, like, you're making things happen if there isn't, like, a spot for you. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people, me being one of them, is just like, oh, I don't quite fit here. That's Sucks. fine. I'll just be uncomfortable. Yeah. It's kind of also, it sounds like a bratty thing, but most of the time, if I want something, I'm just going to go and get it. Like, you literally were like, hey, we should start a podcast, and I was like, okay, and I pressed record. <laughs> like, that was it. Yeah. If I want something, I'm just going to do it, you know? Yeah. I want it, I got it. Facts. Ariana Grande up in here. I'm so glad that you got that reference, because if you didn't, I was going to get out of this car. <laughs> we were in a drive through Yeah. That's Ron's problem now. Ron's fucking problem. <laughs> Do you want Baja Blast again? Yes, but just a regular, not a large this time. Thank you. I hope Ron's working. 
Thank you for choosing Taco Bell. How can I help you today? Could I get a regular Baja Blast slushy and then a large blue raspberry slushy? Alrighty, regular Baja Blast slushy and a um, blue raspberry. A large blue raspberry? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Run! <laughs> It's wrong. Anything else? Uh, yep. Yep, Hello? we're good, we're good. All right, your total today is gonna be $4.27. Thank you, please go for a second one. Ron's having an off day. Ron is having a bad day. Poor Ron. I love you, Ron. Ron. <laughs> Rip Ron. <laughs> so our local Taco Bell has a worker covered in really weirdly sketched tattoos. His name is Ron and we love him. Yeah, he's just weird. Maybe he's not even having an off day. Maybe it's just the fact there's so many customers in line. Can we talk about how weird people are entertaining? Yes. I have a teacher. Nobody likes him because he's weird. But I just think he's the most entertaining person I've ever met. There's a fine line between weirdos who are entertaining and weirdos who are literally just weird. If you play Super Smash Bros. on an esports team, chances are you're weird. Like, in a weird there's way like that you're not There's, like, a good level of weird. And there's, an, like, an irritating level of weird. There's good weird, and then there's greasy weird. Yes, both of which use the same word, but use it very differently. Yes. Like, they're not on the same spectrum. No. Weird is someone who's just, like, kind of odd and different. Quirky? Quirky, but not in, like, a Pinterest white girl sense. Yeah. And then there's weird as in... Go take a shower. What? Yeah. Why did your parents let you out of the house? Can you please shave that neck beard? Mm-hmm. That facial hair really isn't framing your face well. Why do they always have neck beards? They're always so greasy. I hate... Uh, this is my controversial yet brave opinion. Unless you can grow a full beard, if you are under the age of 18, you should not have facial hair. I don't like facial hair at all. Even on adults. I like facial hair. It's just fucking annoying when it's, like, literally the most patchy, sparse fucking... Can you imagine trying to kiss somebody with a pedo stash? I like a good... Okay, I like a good 80 stash, though. On like 80 a, stash is different than pedo stash. Just like the... What do we got? What's the... I'm... My, You're talking my, about like goatees? Not a goatee. I'm talking about just above the lip. Oh, like I had to hear though? Just and the, the pedo stash is when they just have like a very sparse amount of hairs on their upper lip. Oh yeah, I know. Somebody's in one of class and just like, shave it. Shave it. Take a little razor and just... No, I like it when like 30-something-year-old millennials guys just have like a thick, beautiful mustache. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> very interesting reaction. I like how this podcast is very quickly becoming very ad-libbed. Yeah. There's no format. We just... And I'm not even... Ed- like the Not last- that we ever had a format, by the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the first one that I edited, I spent a long time cutting down clips and, you know, like, pa- piecing it together to make it make a slight sense. And then the second one, I was like, no, nah, this Here's is not good. Thing. This the, is not good. The conversations we don't have never make sense. Yeah. And that's kind of... And the second, the second one, I literally was just like, yeah, these four clips are okay. And I just pieced them together. Yeah. Wrong. I'm like, how did you edit that so quickly? You edited that in like half an hour. Yeah, or less. I had a blue raspberry freeze, a large, and then a regular Baja Blast freeze. Yep. All right, 427. Run. Run. Hell yeah. Thank you. All right, thank you. wonderful day. You too. Thanks. Okay, so now I'm coming to the conclusion that they have always been giving us larges. I don't think I've ever gotten a regular before. You know what? I think a regular is a small and then it goes medium large. 
Oh, there's three sizes, but only two on the menu. Maybe I don't know. I think yeah, I think they always just give us larges. Yeah. I think it's kind of like when people ask for like regular drink at Subway, like you just kind of have like, to take whatever cup. You just kind of have to interpret what they mean. Yeah. Like when somebody asks just for like a regular, I'm like, okay, so you want a small? Mm-hmm. We are so sidetracked. There's not even a conversation right now. <laughs> oh, oh, are we still potting? Yeah. I completely forgot. <laughs> this tastes like alcohol today. Does it? Ron, what the fuck? Wait, I want to taste it. Can you scoot and switch? Ron, what the fuck? Oh, a little bit. Oh, a little bit. <laughs> Ron! I am gym class. <laughs> Honestly, this looks kind of fun. Wait, I feel buzzed. I feel buzzed, guys. I, am I drunk driving right now? Do you now? actually? 